Sports with a Z and a T. We are back. My name is Bryce Zielinski alongside Taylor Lattimore. If you remember what our voices sound like, uh, congratulations. If you're if you're new around these parts, this is Sports with a Z and a T presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Johnstone Supply and Troy Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs and Mohawk Honda. And uh, it's been a while, um, you know, life happens, uh, summers have been extremely busy, and I know we have missed a lot, Taylor, um, mm-hmm. was not either of our choices, it was not a choice that we wanted to make, but it's something that we had to deal with, um, I'm hoping now that um, at least my wedding reception is over, and maybe work is starting to calm down, that we could do this weekly again, mm-hmm. um, I'm house hunting, so... Um, you never know how that goes, but football is coming back. So we obviously want to be here for football. Um, the second half of the MLB is coming. NBA will be here before you know it once again. Uh, but hope everybody's having a good summer. And uh, Taylor, I know you've been busy as well, right? You've been, uh, you just yeah. got back from vacay. Yes, I just got back from New Zealand. So that was fun. New Zealand. Yeah. Well, my brother lives okay. there. Oh, um, I did not and, know that. Yeah. So we went there uh met my niece for the first time because she was born during covid so we haven't really been able to see her um so that was fun uh yeah it was a fun time i literally got back today so um, oh so you're a little jet lagged yeah if i seem a little tired uh that's why so oh well you know that that's that's good because then uh i could just say whatever i want it may not click (laughs) with you so uh let's get right to it though taylor because obviously i do that anyway but (laughs) i do i do (laughs) But that's okay. We're going to move on. Um, we're recording on Wednesday. This uh, show will air on Thursday, which is not our normal recording time for those that are new to Sports with the ZNT. Our normal recording time is on Tuesdays with a drop down date, uh, usually Wednesdays. <clears throat> but nonetheless, we are here on a Wednesday and uh, we just had the All Star weekend. And it, it, I mean, I think it was a pretty well run All Star Weekend, all things considered, for the MLB. I mean, you saw the home run derby that I swear was rigged at least Pujols against Schwarber because ESPN forgot a damn home run that would have sent it to overtime. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to see Pujols in. But I digress. It was a great final between uh, Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto, and uh, Juan Soto won the home run derby. And then, of course, the American League continued their tear in the All Star game. Uh, beating the National League once again. The National League has not won the All-Star Game since 2012. So a 10-year run for the American League. Uh, But really the biggest talk around All-Star Weekend wasn't really the All-Stars. It involved one of the All-Stars, but it did not involve the All-Star Game, and that is Juan Soto, Taylor. Um, Obviously, talk has been rampant for a while now that You know, Juan Soto is probably not going to be back with Washington. Is he going to be traded? Probably not. And then last week, bombshell report came out that he turned down a 15-year, $440 million deal to stay with Washington. Um, Look, if I I ever had the cojones to deny that kind of money, um, you know, that's a bold move, Cotton. But I guess, you know, it's going to pay off because he has – uh, top contenders lining up to get him. And I think the Nationals at this point are like, what do we have to do? Uh, you know, in, in two of the past four years now, they've offered deals to Bryce Harper and now Juan Soto only to see them walk out the door. Bryce Harper did walk out the door. Juan Soto will walk out the door, whether it be via trade or free agency. But the report was that the Nationals are now shopping Juan Soto and there are a couple teams that are lining up to get Juan Soto but the reason why we're going to talk about it is obviously because team numero uno is a team that I really don't think needs Juan Soto but why not because it's the Yankees and they happen to be the best team in baseball this year yeah I said it um uh the Yankees are right here. Good to hear. Yeah. Well, don't get used to it. You still got a second half of baseball to go. Um, but you look at this Juan Soto trade market, right? Taylor. And, and there's not many teams, first of all, that have the package to entice Washington to give up Soto because I mean, this is like, as some of the GMs are putting it and some of the insiders are putting it like it will cost a team basically two farm systems. 
that's how much they're going to ask. They want a young uh, MLB star, MLB-ready prospects. They want somebody to take on Patrick Corbin's contract. Um, Yankees, Blue Jays, White Sox, Mets, Dodgers, Giants have been probably the names in the forefront. I kind of laugh at the Mets because, like the Phillies, I don't see the Nationals trading Juan Soto to a team in the division. Now, does Juan Soto maybe pick a team in the division via free agency? If he gets to that point, that's a different story. But the Nationals are not going to trade anybody in the end, uh, you know, trade anybody with Juan Soto. They're just not going to do that. So that eliminates the entire division, uh, which leaves to me, honestly, in my opinion, two realistic teams. That would be the Yankees and the Cardinals, in my opinion. And we're going to start with the Yankees first. And the reason why I say the Yankees and Taylor, I'm sure you'll follow this up with pretty much uh, the same thoughts because I'm sure you would just love a 23-year-old Juan Soto to pair with Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. I mean, that's just me. Who wouldn't? Um, <laughs> right. Um, I don't think anybody no. would sit there and say, no, Bryce, no, absolutely not. Um, a package that would include – like. You look at the Yankees, and they have obviously top prospect in Anthony Volpe. That's the that's the eye in the sky. Uh, you have Jason Dominguez, who's the outfielder. You have a left-handed pitcher in uh, Ken Waldachuk, who who's probably going to be on the Nationals' lab, uh, radar as well. And then you're probably thinking, probably a major leaguer or two. Do the Yankees are the Yankees able to ship off Joey Gallo? Get him, you know, <laughs> outside of the picture. Take on Joey Gallo's contract. Um, I mean, it's not going to move the needle in value, but no. <laughs> they're obviously the going to be looking. Right, they're obviously going to be looking to shop that. <laughs> a guy that you also look at, like an um, young proven player, Glaber Torres, twenty-five years old. The Yankees might counter by substituting prospects like maybe Oswald Peraza for Volpe. Um, catcher Austin Wells for Dominguez, but you get the idea of what it would take Taylor for the Yankees to land a guy like Soto. It's going to take a lot, but mm -hmm. I think if you are the Yankees and you're Brian Cashman, who typically refuses to let go of the prospects that mm -hmm. he has put a lot of time in, I mean, look at Glaber Torres, right? I mean, look at Miguel and Duhar. Um, a, a lot of these guys that they have sat there, Aaron Hicks, a lot of these guys that they have just sat on forever and, and have allowed their trade value to be as high as possible only for them to go back down. Some of them to go down back down to the minors. They've been so bad. Um, I don't think Ed Duhar should be down there, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, but when you look at this Yankees team, you're on the fence about Aaron judge. You're hoping Aaron judge isn't on the fence, but every time he talks to the media, it sounds like he's more and more on the fence about staying in New York. This is the year to go and get it. And if you have any chance of keeping Aaron judge, number one, you have to win. You have to win or Aaron judge is not going to believe in the future of the New York Yankees. So why not? I mean, and look, he's 23 years old. You're getting a guy that you could build your outfield with Aaron Judge around for the next 10. I mean, Aaron Judge is 31, probably getting an eight-year deal at least the next eight years. And then when Judge moves on, you still have Soto. So this is a no-brainer to me. The Yankees have one of the most rich um, farm systems in the league at this point. This, to me, is honestly a move that they should probably seriously consider, and I think they will. It's just a matter of, is, are they going to be willing to give up what the Nationals are going to be asking for, which is a uh, Kane's yeah. ransom? It, it's kind of like the Kevin Durant of the MLB at this point. It's going to yeah. be nearly impossible to find a trade partner with the price the way it is. Yeah, and when it comes to you know the Yankees and Cashman, on the surface, it's like, yeah, like you said, you broke it down pretty well. Like Obviously, you'd love to have a guy like Soto. Like he, He's not a guy where you're like, Oh no, I don't want him because he's old. I don't want to give him a long contract. Twenty-three. Like, yeah, exactly. Like he—he—he's the kind of guy who's gonna get like that ten-year or more contract at you know four hundred million dollars. Like, um, he's gonna be there for a while. Hopefully, if you get him, and and you're right, you're also trying to entice um Aaron Judge to stay because you're you're not entirely sure 
what that situation is. It's up in the air. And it comes down to whether or not Cashman is willing to finally like make that big move, make that Yankees, that classic Yankees swing for the fence, get the big guy, spend the money. Mm-hmm. Um, which he's and that's not really like the classic Yankees anymore. That's not what the Yankees no, are anymore. It's that, not, they don't it's do not, that. It's not Cashman's Yankees. Cashman's Yankees are, you know, build the farm system, have one of the best farm systems out there, along with having the star guys like Aaron Judge and Stanton. Like, are is Stanton the guy you're because because you invested so much money when you when you got Stanton, mm-hmm. and so. Like you tied yourself up with him, so do you want to tie yourself up again? Because obviously you're looking to tie yourself over there and judge. So do do you go the full like all in for the next five to ten years by getting Soto out there as well? I think obviously you think that it's worth it because Soto's good enough and that you can make a powerhouse there and your outfield would be set and you'd have two at least two and as long as you have Stanton um, and hopefully Judge. You have three like really superstars that can hopefully be hitting for you. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, they, if you could move off of Joey Gallo as well, that would be like icing on the cake. The only flip side is on that is very rarely do you see teams have two mega deal guys mm-hmm. on the same team. You know, it's one thing to have you know a guy making three hundred thirty million dollars and another guy making you know one fifty something like that. But this is a Juan Soto who's going to break the bank. I mean, he turned down 15-440. And this is Aaron Judge that, I mean, gosh, if you locked up Aaron Judge in the offseason like you probably should have, this wouldn't be a conversation. But the other flip flip side is... Can you afford it? Because guess what? Aaron Judge is going to be looking for damn near 400 too. So are you going to give two outfielders 400 and 440 for a combined, I mean, just to round it out, are you going to give two guys $900 million to play baseball for you in pinstripes for the next eight to 15 years? I mean, that's the tough call that you have to make. Yeah, exactly. And do you want to be paying basically three guys that like, big big contract and and getting rid of your farm system or most of it your your significant chunk of the top guys your farm system to make this trade happen and i don't really see it happening because of the way that cash like cashman would have to completely change his mo that he's been doing for the past how many years now where he's been slightly more conservative and tried to build at least a little bit you know he he went out and got stanton but like is that it for big I mean, this, acquisitions? I mean, the serious question, though, is should Cashman act like his job is on the line? Because let's not forget, I mean, the pres- the pressure has been on Cashman and Boone up until this year. And this is an organization. Granted, Cashman kind of made the decision. But, you know, it, the higher, I, higher, I, higher <laughs> hierarchy. <laughs> Boy, was that a tongue twister <laughs> in Steinbrunner. <laughs> Fired Girardi with one game to go until making a World Series appearance. So when you think of it that way, I mean, if Cashman's trying to save his own ass, yeah, you should probably make this move. However, that is a lot to give up. Um, it's tough but, for me. But the thing is, if the Yankees were not doing well, I could see a lot more pressure being on Cashman to make a move to save his job, but the Yankees are the best team in baseball. So mm-hmm. I don't think like if, 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 the, if they go and they lose in the playoffs, that's devastating because it would be a classic Yankees move, you know, do well in the regular season, get and this time be the best team, which we haven't done in, in a few years, be the best team and then come out in the playoffs and lose. That would be devastating. And at that point, maybe you look at Cashman, but I don't think you can say that he's done a bad job seeing how, you know, the position that the Yankees are in right now. And so with that in mind, I don't think that there's as much pre- if if the Yankees were down, if like, you know, the Blue Jays or whoever, the Rays were in front of the Yankees and the Yankees were fighting for a playoff spot and they just they didn't look like the team that could make it over the hump, then I think there'd be more pressure on him to go out and get Soto and, and, and really push him over the hump. But right now they look like a team that can make it all the way to the world series and win it. Like they honestly do because of the way that they've been playing. 
And so, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of pressure on him or anyone in the organization besides winning a World Series. Like it's, it's World Series or bust for sure. Obviously, like it's always that way with the Yankees, but especially now being the best team in baseball, it's World Series or bust. So is that enough pressure to force his hand? I don't know that it is because he values the farm system so much. And I, I I can't disagree with him. Having a good farm system is a great way to, to keep that level of consistency going. So like, even if they don't win this year, they want to keep winning down the line. And you could also argue that getting Soto would do that, but then Soto, you know, blocks you up financially for a while. You're you're paying three guys like upwards of a hundred million dollars. And so uh, assuming you can retain judge, um, if you can't retain judge, then obviously like it, it, we don't know behind the scenes. We don't know behind the scenes, whether judge has been like, I, I really like, I don't think I'm staying like, I, I, you, give me what you like. I, I don't know that judge is going to stay. Maybe they have more inclination than we do about the status of judge. If judge is planning on leaving, then I say, go out and, and get yep. Soto. Well, the other side of that is, does going and getting Soto hinder you from finishing the deal with Judge? And how is Judge going to view a Soto trade? Obviously, in the short term, he will be obviously ecstatic. I mean, Soto within that Yankees lineup is just, I mean, chef's kiss cherry on top, to be honest with you. I mean, but yeah. at the same time, you know, is Judge also going to sit there and think, well, damn. They got my replacement. Got replacement. I'm yeah. out of here. So, I mean, the Yankees just got to be careful there. They, they really got to be careful. In my opinion, this is just an added layer of the consequences of not locking up Aaron Judge this offseason when they could have for a lot, lot less than what he is going to demand now and will yep. get. If he doesn't get it from the Yankees, he will get it from somewhere else. And that is sure. the predicament the Yankees find themselves in. Heading into the second half of the season where they do indeed have a commanding 13-game lead in the division over the Tampa Bay Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like um, it's a they're, wrap. Looking, they're, they're sitting pretty, yeah, <laughs> it's, they're pretty it's, in the division. <laughs> it's about it's about as much of a wrap as it can be. Barring um, a catastrophic slide. Like, I, which I'd be all here for. I'm not going to lie to you, but it would not surprise me the way that the Yankees, you know, have been doing things the past uh, couple of years that they would sign. I'm really, I'm a really pessimistic Yankees fan. You can tell. Um, I'm still not not convinced that they won't lose sometime in the playoffs before they even make it to the World Series. But on the flippity, neither here nor there. On the flippity flip, my Phillies, you know, Bryce Harper absolutely annihilated his hand on a 98 mile an hour fastball uh, that. Blake's now kindly threw right at him. Um, and he will hopefully be back in mid-August. Philly's holding serve. They hold the final wild card spot. And, uh, you know, if, if they make some nice trades at the deadline, I see them making the playoffs for a first time in uh, about 11 years. So we are hoping, we are hoping here over in Fightin's land, uh, the Mets, I'm waiting for that collapse, the inevitable. Um, the Braves are red hot. Uh, but there's a lot of good baseball right now, Taylor. If you look at the MLB right now, there is a lot of good teams out there. It's going to be interesting as the trade deadline approaches, which we will surely, surely uh, keep you guys updated on. And can we talk about possibly the two best players in baseball or close to it being on a god-awful Angels squad? That Yeah, what the just, hell? 20 and a uh, half. They're, they're 39 and 53. 20 and a half games out, obviously. Uh, I mean, you're in the division with the Astros. They're way, way back. <laughs> but when you even look at the wild card, the Angels find themselves 10 and, a, 10 and a half back on the third spot. Only three teams, Detroit, Kansas City, and Oakland, are worse in the American League. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've had conversations with my buddy for a while now. It is. It just amazes me. You have to try to be that bad when you have the two best players in baseball on the same team and yep. you're you're 14 games under 500. What it's are you doing? And they're playing. I mean, they're healthy. You like talk about and they're uh, like, playing well. They I know. Talk about Juan's, like Juan Soto, like um, not Juan wanting Soto to stay with Bryce you. Harper were teammates. Yeah, I mean, I wanting to just... stay in Washington. I'm I'm like Trout. 
Otani, get out of there. Like, just get Trout out of there. To, like, you're, Trout you're needs trying. to come home. Trout needs to come home and pair up with Bryce. Trout Please. needs to leave so badly. Like, he is borderline irrelevant, and he's possibly the best player in all of baseball. Well, and, and that's Shohei the Shohei Otani is. That's the other conversation, right? Like, Mike Trout is so good but nobody appreciates it because nobody's ever talking about the angels with any relevancy. He's not even the most relevant team in his city. And there's just no marketing there for him. Half the country's in bed before he sees the first pitch. And, you know, it's just, it's frustrating. Like Like the Dodgers are marketable. You know about the Dodgers because they're good, even though they're on the West coast, you know about the giants, you know about how well the Mariners are playing. Hell Julio Rodriguez just won the, damn near won the home run derby had mm-hmm. a great final with Juan Soto not many people on the east coast unless you really follow baseball knew about Julio Rodriguez until the home run derby but now everybody loves him Mike Trout has never had that exposure on the east coast I- I'll tell you this though when the Phillies played the Angels back in late May early June it was around that time mm-hmm. they had just fired Girardi that place was sold out because Mike Trout was coming to town. I mean, he's a Philly kid, but I mean, if he came back to Philly and and I'm just using this as an example because of his love for the city of Philadelphia as you know, I I could appreciate, um, he would be so marketable. Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, the Philadelphia Philly citizens bank ballpark, the East coast, you don't even hear you don't hear nothing. And, and Shohei, if he went to like San Francisco, mm-hmm. how much more relevant would he be in San Francisco than he is in, with the Angels right now or the Padres? If Shohei goes to the Padres, even Seattle, go up to Seattle, be the next say, even follow in follow in Ichiro's footsteps, be the next Japanese star up there. I mean, yep. he, I look Shohei is going to leave. There's not a chance in hell Shohei stays. Um, but I would hope. I would hope. <laughs> I would hope, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, at what point, like Mike Trout, that's going to be a Juan Soto like trade. I mean, uh-huh. he's, he's young. You just don't realize it. And he has a massive contract that they're going to have to move and they're going to ask for a King's ransom. Yeah. As they should, because he is as the best should. player in baseball or one. Of, I think Otani might be because just because of the fact that he, he can do the pitching and he's a fantastic hitter as well. Um, but um yeah no i was in lax um and one of my connecting flights and um i'm like walking down and i i'm seeing you know like uh, just like ads and stuff and then you see mookie bets and you're like oh mookie bets and you're cool the, the dodgers and then i kept walking yeah, and i looked back in the city i i know i looked back and i saw trout i saw trout and i was like oh yeah he uh he technically he's here plays, he technically plays in the anaheim you know los angeles same yep. type of thing and i was like yep. i was like oh yeah He's here. Like, it's just like a side. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how it's supposed to be. Sorry, Siri just popped up for no reason at all. Um, He's like a side show, which is just. It's a shame. It's a shame. It really is. I really wish that he and Otani would get out of there. Just request trades and just just leave because they're going to get so much more exposure and they're going to make it like. These guys are so good and playing so well. They could be instant game changers for a contending team. Instant. Especially Otani. I mean, Trout too, but like the, just the way that Otani is, is so like, he's such a utility guy. Like you, you, a guy who can pitch that well and also hit. It's like, it's unheard of. And yeah. so it would just be so much awesome. It would be so much more cool if he was just on literally almost any other team. Like the Phillies. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> I'm unbearable. You, you, you missed me. Um, you are unbearable. <laughs> thank you. Bless you. Um, let's switch because, you know, yes, it's mid, late July-ish. But training camps are starting, Taylor. In the mm-hmm. NFL, and that is so hard to believe. We are soon going to have our fantasy football special. That will probably be the oh, first can't week. Wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. And My uh, favorite, you know, favorite show. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I want it. I want to. I want to just switch it over to to from you from you to me. If year. I ever do lose this, which I won't. 
Um, <laughs> and nobody's getting it until they win. I'm not returning it. I'm bringing it draft night. I'm not returning it. <laughs> I'm not returning it, though. Let's be clear. I'm keeping this until a new champion is crowned, which it won't because it'll be me again. Um, but if I did, I'd, I'd like it to stay within the show. Oh, well, thanks. I and uh, I, I would, I would, I would be upset, but not disappointed to hand it off to you, which is as big of a compliment as I could give you. Well, um, it would be really fun uh, if we were in the finals and just like that would be cool. That would uh, be cool. I don't uh, remember where I finished. Uh, I think I lost. Kinda, in a... You kind of got screwed with injuries there, kid. Oh well, no, I, I drafted Christian McCaffrey, and so of course I got screwed with injuries. It's it's if you draft him. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll about talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk Honest, about. It. Yeah, but we also have a a a week where we will have our college football playoff preview, and at all, I mean, it won't impact this year. But my God, I have to deal with UCLA and USC. <laughs> That, yeah. that, by the way, that's just gross. I'm not like that doesn't worry me as a Penn State fan because Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, they're all better than those two. Mm-hmm. Maybe USC changes with Lincoln Riley there now, but like it's just gross. I don't want USC and UCLA. I don't want Chip Kelly's ass in the Big Ten. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 that, that's just such a crime to me. I, I don't know, but we'll, we'll get to that too. Um, a lot of things to look at in college football this year. And then we will obviously do our NFL preview, which honestly, those three shows are probably my favorite shows to do. Yeah, they were probably the most enjoyable shows to do last year. And I, and I think yeah. they are going to be just as enjoyable this year. But the reason why I mentioned that is, is that we are going to do some quick summer NFL power rankings. We have about, I'd say, 20 minutes or so, which is plenty of time to look at some power rankings here, break down some NFL, um, and and see what we're looking at, the landscape, if you will, of the NFL, because most of the free agents, there are some late veterans that might get added on. There might be a Jimmy Garoppolo trade, which we'll get to here in a second, that may happen as he now has permission to seek a trade. Um, from the 49ers. Um, but other than that, I mean, most of the landscape is there. We had the Baker Mayfield trade that we'll talk to you about here in a little bit. If we think that matters or not, we'll talk about some rising teams, some sinking teams, some surprise teams that may be this year's Bengals. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? We're all going to get to that. But let's look at some of these rankings. And I am looking at Taylor for your reference pro football focuses latest rankings that was released earlier this summer. Um, number one, Buffalo Bills, uh, which look, I get, I get, um, I'm not there with the Bills. I, I'm kind of at the point where you got to beat the champ or be clearly better than the champ to dethrone the champ. I would put the Rams at number one. I don't see any reason why the Rams haven't gotten worse. Um, And they still might bring on OBJ. They, they might still bring back OBJ. So let's pump the brakes here. It's been a while to, that has, I feel like we talked about that in the spring and it it still hasn't happened. It's just, just like sitting there, like what? What is because happening? he probably like, because he probably knows that he's going to be back with the Rams, and the Rams are just chilling. Um, but look, I, I mean, there are big, big time expectations in Western New York for the first time, I think, ever. Um, the Bills with Josh <clears throat> Allen. I mean, that's probably the biggest strength of this team is the fact that this offense is going to be a well-oiled machine. I look at the weakness though that the bills have, and that's the offensive line. Um, If you can't protect Josh Allen, eventually your quarterback is, I mean, look, Josh Allen has been able to escape and make things happen out of not much because of his mobility, but all it takes is one man. All it takes is one. Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate until he blew out his knee. Lamar hasn't been the same since he's been hurt. RG3's career was ruined because he got hurt. I'm not com- I'm not trying to compare Josh Allen to those three, but I'm giving you examples of it happening. So if you're not able to protect Josh Allen, 
you may not like the end result there. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not wishing it on Josh Allen, but that's the weakness that you have. I mean, look, you look at any big-time Super Bowl champion, you look at the top contending teams that we're going to go through outside of the Bills, they have good offensive lines. You win football games in postseason time. You make Super Bowl runs because you can protect the quarterback. What are you mm-hmm. shaking your head no at? No, I'm just looking down at the oh, I was like, yeah, screw you. No, <laughs> no. no. Um, number, but, number, uh, number 10 on this list, I'm like, no. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll but, get there. Um, um, but the Bills at number one, I understand it, but I'm not agreeing with it. Well, and apparently the they're that- – their rankings just hinge on uh, Von Miller because that's the biggest tra- change that from from you know the, yeah. the Rams to to the look Bills Von like Miller's Von good, Miller. but he ain't Von Miller that you think it is. No, I mean he played very well during that uh, Super Bowl run, but like it was also you know like he's playing alongside Aaron Donald, so it's like most of the offensive uh, lines problems, you know, uh, are, they're going to be focused on you know stopping Aaron Donald, the possibly greatest defender ever. Um, and so, yeah, Von Miller, you're probably going to get see a lot more uh, um, single coverage there when you're when you when you're alongside uh, guys like Von Miller or uh, Aaron Donald. So I don't know that it moves the needle that much. Um, but you know, the last game we saw the Bills play was epic, and not many teams can go toe to toe with Kansas <laughs> City like that. Um, just in, in that particular game. Kansas City was on fire and the Bills also were on fire and were able to keep pace, um, you know, down to the last 13 seconds. Couldn't get a stop, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's not on Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is only going to be a rising star that gets better. And assuming he doesn't get injured, like you said, um, I think he's he's a tough, tough guy. So even when he does take some hits, um, he usually can withstand them. So I understand why they put them there, but I do, I do agree with you that um, like, you know, until you beat, until they're dethroned, I feel like the Rams, like the Super Bowl winner should almost always, yeah, they got the like Rams at, and they don't first. even have the Rams at two. They have the Rams at four. Yeah. They have the Buccaneers ahead of the Rams, which look, I think the Bucks got worse. I really do. I think losing well, they lost Gronk, so for sure. Well, you lost Gronk. You lost um, a good chunk of your offensive line. You lost. I mean, you're going in. Godwin's hurt right now going into the season. So who right. knows how long they're going to be out. Brady Brady had one foot out. Um, yep. I just I don't know. Like I, you have a head coaching change. Uh, granted, it will be Byron Leftwich and. It should be a smooth transition, but you never know. You don't. You just don't know. So I, I question the Tampa Bay Bucks here, ranked at number two. Um, the Chargers at three. Um, look, I, I like the Chargers. I do. Um, but like, I they they look. They made a great ad- addition with JC Jackson. At cornerback, they obviously trade for Cleo Mack. That defensive line is going to be filthy. I like the Chargers a lot, but Justin Herbert will have to grow up a lot for them to be the third best team in the league. Um, look, Austin I- Eckler is good at running back, Keenan Allen's another year older, Mike Williams made. You know, Mike Williams is good, not great. Joshua Palmer is their third wide receiver. You have Gerald Everett as your tight end. An okay offensive line, not great. Um, you know, they they rebuilt it last year. Slater, Feller, Lindsley. Um, but like I said with, you know, the Bills, I, I just don't understand, you know, the draw here when it comes to protecting Herbert allowing him to grow. I mean, there's weapons around him, but I mean, this is a very good team, but let alone a loaded AFC West are the chargers, the best team in that division. I I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I I'm not sure. Um, I do really like the chargers. I do. I, I, I do. Don't get me wrong. I like I, them, but I, I don't think they're the best team in that division, which is not a, which is not knocking them. That's not that's not a knock on the Chargers, but there are better teams in the division, I think. Yeah, well, one being I think, Denver. You know, I think Denver um, 
they're not ranking them as high just because of the fact that, you know, new team, new quarterback, you, you want to see how they are. I'm sure that they will rise in the rankings uh, come a couple weeks into the season. Um, Kansas City, you know, they they lost pieces, a huge piece in uh, Tyreek Hill. So you don't know um, how that offense is going to look when Juju Smith-Schuster is possibly your best receiver. Um um, and you're relying on a rookie sky more. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that's why they're knocking on them. Um, and the, the chargers seemingly only got better. They didn't lose any huge pieces, I don't think. Um, and so they, they kind of, and, and obviously a lot of people are really, really in on Herbert, um, and think he's one of the yeah. best quarterbacks. And so do I, I, I agree. I think he's, he's, I like Herbert. I do five quarterback in the league, I think. And so he's, He's getting there, and I I think that this team but will go third, as far as he takes them. But third, better than the Rams at mm. no, I mean no, no, not no. there yet, not, not there not, yet, not the team that won the Super Bowl. Like come not on. there yet. We already talked about the Rams because of where they weren't. They are at four, uh, five is Green Bay. Look, I mean, we talked. You and I have talked about the Packers leading up to the draft and what they had to do to get better. They did not get better. Mm-hmm. Um. They got a lot worse. Um, Losing Devontae Adams will do that to you. Uh, But when Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are your top two wide receivers and you're banking on Christian Watson to step up, uh, stop it. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. I get it. I do. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon is probably one of the best one-two punch in the NFL. If not one, they're definitely top two. Um, but this defense leaves a lot to be desired. They were much better last year. Jair Alexander's good. Rasul Douglas was a great story. I like a- Amos and Savage in the secondary, but they don't have much of a pass rush. They can't get to the quarterback, and they continuously disappoint late. I don't like the Packers here at five at all. I don't Neither even do know I. if they're a top 10 team. Listen, their wide receiver core is pitiful. Like maybe oh, Watson, maybe Watson comes out and he has a just immense you know chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. Still not um, going to be Devontae Adams. Exactly. You lost the best receiver in football and you re- didn't replace him. You replace him with a rookie. Like you don't have any. When you're in win now mode, trying to squeeze out one last ring with Rodgers, it makes no sense. None. Yeah, exactly. None. So I I don't trust that receiving core at all. And we've seen time and time again, you know, when when Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the support um, of a guy he really, really trusts, like a Devontae Adams, um, he can, you know, the the offense can sputter. And obviously, I think, obviously, when we talk about fantasy, the the Dylan and uh, Aaron Jones combo is going to be key because I think, you know, Aaron Jones will have to be involved in the passing game because they don't have a lot of anything in the passing right. game. So I, I think he's going to get a ton of receiving work, but still like when you're relying on your running back to also be possibly your best wide receiver. Yeah, well, well, and that's just it. So because of losing and, and I know I'm, this is bringing fantasy and that's going to be a whole other show, but I'm expecting more two running back sets. Aaron Jones is going to be used out wide while AJ Dillon's in the backfield. Aaron Jones is yeah. going to be thrown all over the field. I would think, I would think <laughs> that's the only answer I got. Because, yeah, I mean, how much can you trust Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and Randall Cobb, who's about ready to go into a senior retirement really home soon? years old. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, so I, I, I just – I can't see them being, like, borderline top ten for me. Like, I don't even think I'd have yeah, them. I don't consider – they're not they're not immediate. I mean, maybe when I actually write it out, maybe they're in the back end, but just in top five? Hell no. no this is comical at- to me. I'm looking at teams where I'm like, I would put them in the top 10. I'd put them in the top 10 and I would move the Packers out. It's just the nature of the beast. I don't think they belong there. Let me guess. One of them was the Colts. No, no, I'm not crazy. I think that they're top 15, maybe, maybe 15, but like, I don't think they're as far down as this ranking probably has them. I haven't even looked at the bottom because I'm sure that they're they're probably 25. They're they're projected top five pick. I don't know. We'll we'll get there. Um, this one to me is almost as more comical than the Packers, Taylor. The Cleveland Browns at six. 
Like, I, I, are, you cons- are you considering that Deshaun Watson is playing a full season? Because anybody with any common sense whatsoever knows damn that's, well that Deshaun Watson's not playing a full year, if at all. That's the You're, you're starting Jacoby Brissett. It was it was it was the Cleveland. That's why I made that face earlier uh, yeah. one night when I was like questioning. It wasn't with, questioning you. I was what? questioning how high they had the Cleveland Browns. You're eight with Jacoby Brissett. You're eight and nine. That's what you are. You're eight and nine, nine and eight. You're teetering, tottering. Your defense mm-hmm. will win you some games. You have some weapons that may make some plays for him. You have this was the other running back com- combination that I was talking obviously, about, by the way, Taylor. Obviously. They're, um, they're probably Chubb, number one for me. Chubb and Hunt. I mean, between Chubb and Hunt and Jones and Dylan, I'm open to conversation on both of them. But um, look, the weapons are there. I mean, I'm not so sure I would have given David and Joku the contract you gave them, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, but, I mean, you have Amari Cooper now. You kind of revamped the offense a little bit. Um Look, if Deshaun Watson was playing, yeah, they are right there. They mm-hmm. are right there. But, that, but I mean, that that can be the only reason why they put them here at six is if they are expecting Deshaun Watson to play 75% or more of the games. Even then, they're not that high. Deshaun Watson, I, I really think, is going to miss the entire year. I've heard he between – He should. But I've heard between four and eight games, even then, like, the Browns may not – it might be too late. And Yeah, in my opinion, if you're going to suspend a guy for an entire year for betting when he was right. on injured yeah, reserve. Right, right, like you're, you're playing. You're, you're, you're suspending Calvin Ridley for a year but giving to Sean uh-huh. Watson for eight games. Like, yeah, who let, possibly let's, has let's 22 charges. Let's get our priorities yeah. straight a little bit. 22 sexual assault charges, <laughs> but you're going to give him four to six games? No, that better not, <laughs> that better just, not happen. He better just, get the whole year. That makes no sense. No, it, makes it makes no, no sense. sense. Um, Wait, what precedent? You, like, you can sexually <laughs> assault women, but you can't bet. No, no, no. Can't, can't bet. Can't, can't even bet when you're not your, playing. Can't bet on yourself. You can't Pete Rose that. No, no. He's not even uh, betting on himself. He was just betting on his team. Like, yeah, he was betting like, on the Falcon. I think it was like Falcons money line, which yeah, he's at I mean, home on wrong. IR. He really lost that bet anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean. He has oh millions of dollars. Let him let him have some fun while he's on the couch with in a it's not like booth. he knows any insider information. Like maybe, but like not really. Like what inf- insider information could he possibly know that's gonna be like, oh, the Falcons are definitely winning this game. Matt Ryan's <laughs> going to throw another interception. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, he probably won uh, money if he bet against them last year. They were they are horrible and they mm-hmm. are going to be horrible again this year. Um Number seven puts a big, big smile on my face, and they are—they are, they are just—it's just beautiful to see the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Taylor. Like, if—and I know there's a big if—but if Jalen Hurts takes that next step, I mean, and if you've seen pictures of Jalen Hurts, he has bulked up. He's been working well, I don't out. Bruise the internet for pictures of Jalen Hurts. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> We know what you do with your free time, but drool mm. <laughs> over this Eagles roster. <laughs> drool all over this Eagles roster because that's true. Um, Jalen Hurts shirtless working out. <laughs> that's, that's your search history. <laughs> How do you know? Um, <laughs> It's supposed to be a secret between us. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> um, the whole world knows. And by that, I mean the, the four people, people that listen to us. Um, after we've been on hiatus. I was going to say, we kind of need to build back our fan base. But no, look, this Philadelphia Eagles team, man. I, I mean, I'm not saying this because I'm a Birds fan. If Jalen Hurts can take that next step, watch out. Because they have a great running back group and Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell. Uh, Nick Sirianni obviously did wonders with this team when they finally realized that running the ball was, may have been a good idea. Um, <laughs> they now have one of the best wide receiver groups in the league. And if anybody remembers, I lost my ever-loving mind at the draft party. I remember. A.J. Brown to pair with Devontae Smith and Kez Watkins. Yeah, I'm uh, happy da- that you decimated the Titans wide receiver. There you go. Yeah, Titans are going to be dog shit this year. Um, yep. 
Dallas Goddard uh, is a top five tight end. This offensive line is, in my opinion, the best in football. Jason Kelsey at center, uh, Isaac Sayamalu, Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, Jordan Mailata, and this defense got better. There was a weakness on this defensive team. They got better. I mean, first of all, taking N'Kobe Dean in the, like, third, fourth round is an absolute steal. You Mm -hmm. got – Jordan Davis, who was the defensive player of the year last year in college football. The pairing with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave got Brandon Graham back. You brought in Hassan Reddick in free agency, brought in Kaiser White in free agency. They paired James Bradbury. They took James Bradbury from the Giants of Fair across. Oh, oh, Slay and Bradbury. They brought Jakiski Tart from San Francisco. This Dude, I am telling you, this Eagles team is going to surprise a lot of people this year. It makes me so gaga just thinking about it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait, Taylor. I hope you're as excited as I am about my Eagles. Probably not, but I understand I mean, why you wouldn't be. But... I'm definitely not, but um, but no, it's a it's a good team. It's a good it's roster. Beautiful. It's a very good roster, in fact. It is. Um, great. God draft. bless Howie Roseman. Draft, honestly, draft was one of the best. Um, I think like top tier draft probably top five for sure if not top three even you could push it just from getting who they got when they got them um and i mean in the middle of the trade in the middle of the draft you you traded for aj brown so you essentially added him in the draft too if you want to look at it that way um so if you pair him with you know everything that's that they've got there um yeah obviously if, if hurts takes the next step if he can throw consistently from the pocket as well as use his feet and run mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. then yeah he's as dangerous as any quarterback in the league and again i know we're not doing the fantasy now but come fantasy time jalen hurts yeah we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking a lot of there's gonna be a lot of stock in the seagulls offense for various reasons one, might be the number one quarterback <laughs> next year just because mm-hmm. of the fact that he's gonna be adding touchdowns with his legs and mm-hmm. throwing hopefully yeah a bunch there's of a lot of there's a lot of value there, and we will get to it all. Um, so I, I, I like where they are there. I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, Cincinnati at eight. Feel like I, I feel like that's a little, little low. Um, but you know, I understand it. Maybe they, they expect a little bit of a downgrade for them. Um, obviously, Jesse Bates is probably going to be traded. Uh, speaking of Jesse Bates and. The team we were just talking about, uh, the Eagles, are actually in on Jesse Bates. And if they could get it and Jesse Bates is from the Philadelphia area, that would just be cherry on top there. But I like the Bengals a lot. The Chiefs are right there. Look, not having Tyreek Hill, that offense. I mean, you're replacing Tyreek Hill with Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So I question what Patrick mm. – look, if anybody can make something out of nothing, it'll be Patrick Mahomes. But I'm interested to see Patrick Mahomes without Tyreek Hill for the first time in his career. You know what I mean? Like Patrick Mahomes has to reinvent himself as well as Tyreek. So yeah, I'm interested to see what the Chiefs do, but they're <clears> still the Chiefs. They're still Patrick Mahomes. I, I They still have Travis Kelsey. I, I think it's no – I mean, look, you brought in Ronald Jones to pair with Clyde Edwards-Alaire too – but I think it's noticeable to me and worth noting that they chose to extend and keep Travis Kelsey and trade away Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think that kind of shows you where the value of the tight end is now over a wide receiver that, that could stretch the field. Well, I mean, if you, you look at it in this perspective as like Kelsey might be the best uh, tight end in football, he might be, if he's not, he's definitely top two. Like I, I would argue, um, mm-hmm. maybe you put Mark Andrews above him if you're so inclined. No, uh, maybe, I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't. you're a Kittle. Maybe you're a Kittle guy, and you think nope. he Kittle's up there. No, nope. um, I so, think Kelsey's yeah. the best tight end in football. Yeah, and so I do. like that. That there's value there, and Tyreek Hill is one of the best wide receivers. He's not the best wide receiver, um, and you know. You, you 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 can replace wide receivers, I think, or that's what they're banking on at least, is that they can take Juju and they can take Sky Moore and they can and that uh uh Patrick Mahomes will make them better. Mm-hmm. And maybe that Tyreek Hill his speed is undeniable, obviously. Like he catches the ball in space and he 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 can create more than you know, and that that's the thing, is like Patrick Mahomes 
how much of his success was also a product of, you know, just get the ball to Tyreek Hill and he does the rest. Uh, we're right. going to see that. We're going to see. Can he, is it him putting them in position to get those passes along with the scheme and the route running? Like is Juju Smith-Schuster and Sky Moore going to go off um, and have great seasons with Patrick Mahomes and he can throw for 40 plus touchdowns? We don't know. And that's why they're ranked uh, as low as they are. Obviously, if Tyreek Hill was still there, I think that they'd be ranked again high, you know, maybe even top three like they normally are because of the fact that they have Patrick Mahomes and everyone puts stock in how good he is. Um, but we'll see. And I think that's why they're low is just right now people are just like, eh, don't really know like how, right. how the offense is going to look. It's right. completely different. Like you said, he's gonna yeah. Andy Reid's going to have to invent the offense. Mahomes has to adjust, and you it'll be interesting. You can't just to see. say you can't just say fuck it. Tyreek's down there and chuck the ball. That that that's not going to happen this year. So ten's a little comical. I don't see why Miami. I mean, as long as two it hung by Loa's quarterback, I don't see that at all. We'll we'll go through these a little quickly here because I do want to get to your Colts, and then we're kind of running out of time. But I did want to get to at least the top 10 here, and we'll go through some quick thoughts here with some of the other teams. Saints at 11. Um, mm. High. I mean, to me. I mean, you're banking on Michael a big Thomas time return. Right. If you think Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Which, but we haven't seen him on the field in two and a half years. I so. mean, I, I don't see why he would – because, I mean, he was never like – you know, he's not the big play guy. He's 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 literally mocked for being like the short route guy. But, you know, mm-hmm. you can still be the short route guy um, and not be as explosive. It's whether his route running will be as crisp as it was and his hands will be as good Correct. as they were. If that is all there, then, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. It's going to be a real boost for um, uh, James Winston. So, yeah. Um. I could definitely see them being good. I don't know if I'd put them that close to the top ten, but yeah. Baltimore Ravens at twelve. Look, I, they should probably. I like what they. I I like what they did with the defense. I know there's concern with the wide receiver group now without Marquise Brown. You obviously just have Bateman, Duvernay, um, one of the best tight ends in football, though, and Mark Andrews, like we just mm-hmm. talked about earlier, a, ho- a healthy Lamar. But this is a team that was ravaged by injuries last year and. You know, with Tyler Huntley, he still almost made the playoffs. I mean, this is a good team and always well yeah. coached with Harbaugh. Yeah, exactly. And they're a good team. They hopefully will not have the injury bug bite them. And yeah, the fact that they were even competing at all uh, last year with all the injuries that they had, if they bring those guys back, they're only going to get better. And with Lamar at the helm, I, I, I do believe that Lamar is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He does things that no other quarterback can do. Um and I, I think that they should probably be a little higher. I think they're being undersold here just because of what they did last year, but that was with, you know, a depleted roster. Right. Uh, the Niners at 13, there is some talk that Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded. So this is assuming Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback. I look, the Niners are always there. They're well coached. Um, I mm-hmm. do have some reservations. So especially if Trey Lance is the quarterback, I think I knocked them down a little bit. Uh, the Denver Broncos at 14. I'm really high on Denver this year. I think that they had, they were, and I said last year that they were a quarterback away. Um, mm-hmm. And now they, they, they got the quarterback. I think they are, they could be this year's Rams. If you know what mm-hmm. I mean, they could yeah. be this year's Rams. They could be this year's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These teams that just needed that quarterback to get them over the hump. I mean, the, yeah. really the the last two Super Bowl champions, the Bucks. And the Rams were two teams, a quarterback away. They go and trade for him or acquire him. Brady wasn't traded for. And they that took him over the top. Broncos are that team this year for me. Um, that wide receiver core is going to get a huge boost in like oh fantasy God. and stuff. It's off the charts how much better it's going to be than with like Drew, Drew Locker. Oh, stop, stop telling everybody. Shut up. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not mentioning names. I'm just Shut saying. Up. God, we're going to give away all our secrets. Um, Talk about our secrets anyway in a couple weeks. Colts are at 15. Next week. Smack middle. Which is exactly where I said that they should probably be in at 15. Until they prove themselves, I'm okay with them being there. I mean, we're relying on, you know, the rookie Alec Pierce to come in. The wide receiver room's shaky. You don't really know outside of Pittman. Pittman is an undisputed number one, and I think that he's going to have a great season. Um Easily over a thousand yards, probably pushing uh, to two thousand yards. I don't think he'll get there, but I think just because he's going to be the guy, I um I, I think that they're going to rely on him a lot. Uh, you still have your guys. You have a new quarterback who 
Say what you will about Matt Ryan. I still think he's going to be an upgrade over Carson Wentz. He will make the better decisions. He will make the check downs, which were there, which were there for Carson Wentz. And he chose not to make them. He tried to force it down the field. <coughs> um, Matt Ryan will make those throws to, you know, Hines or uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor underneath. And that's all we really need. And the defense is good. The defense got better. We added Yannick Ngakwe. We added Stefan Gilmore. We added Rodney McLeod. Um, we're going <laughs> to hopefully get Blackman coming back. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we have – I I think the best linebacker in football, although a lot of people somehow disagree, um, even though he turns the ball over – or he gets turnovers more than any other linebacker. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. I just laugh. I'm just – I'm just laughing at what I'm going to get you for Christmas this year. Oh, yeah? What are you going to give me for Christmas? Carson Wentz Colts jersey. Yeah, so I can burn it? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to a Colts game, actually, this year, so that's exciting. Are you? That's good. Which one? Yeah, I'm going to their home opener against Kansas City. So, Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I figure, you know, you go, and if they lose, at least I get to see Patrick Mahomes play. Um, and if yep. they win, I'll be I'll be surprised. That's how the Eagles play the Chiefs surprised. last year. I saw yeah, the Eagles exactly. play the Chiefs I, last year. Kind of the same deal. <clears throat> um, I'm like, okay, I'm okay if they lose. I'll be cool seeing them. And it's a home run. So, so as fun. of now, we have two locked in. I'm going to see the Eagles Cowboys on Sunday night football. That's in October, and we're going to Chicago the week before Christmas to see the Eagles play out there. <clears throat> um, so. You know, Obviously, early, there's another obviously. there's another game or two in there somewhere, but the 26th uh, of September home opener. I'll be there, Lucas Oil, watching the Chiefs play. The very nice, very yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I love going to football games. Honestly, that's, I've never that's been to I Lucas Oil. On. Obviously, so I've actually never been to an actual football. Game. Uh, you'll you'll like Lucas game. Oil. You'll like Lucas oh, no. Oil. I know it's one of the best stadiums in all. Because I because I. One of relax. Um, it is. I was there. It just I was, undisputed is. That's why they hold the combine there every fucking year. No, they hold it there because it's the middle of the country and it's by all and it's the a big, nice stadium and it's indoors. Yeah, it's a nice stadium. Um, I was there for the Big Ten championship game. It, it is very mm-hmm. nice. Um, and Indianapolis is nice too. Uh, but. Yeah, I, look, I mean, look, if Matt Ryan can be that game manager, um, I just think it's so similar to Phillip Rivers that I think the whole point of getting Carson – look, it didn't it didn't pan out, and that, <laughs> I, that's not what I'm saying. But the whole point of Carson Wentz was getting that Phillip Rivers-type quarterback wasn't working. It just wasn't enough. And that's exactly what Matt Ryan is. Like, it, it, you're middle of the road, man, middle of the road. Obviously. You'll be lucky to make the playoffs, and if you do, you're going to get smacked. But, I mean, if you're a quarterback away, they are. They're a quarterback away. In in terms of making the playoffs, I have a little more faith because we play in the South. And since the Titans – Yeah, you're you're, you're in a dog shit division. Yeah, Yeah, they're horrible. No one else is going to push us for it, I don't think. Titans have always been the only competition these past few years anyway. It's not like Houston – is coming and Jacksonville is going to come out of nowhere. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm probably more scared about Jacksonville than anyone else because of uh, certain players coming back, mainly uh, ETN. I just think he's going to boost, uh, you know, Lawrence's production just that much, just because like he's that guy that he can trust that he played in college with, and I thought he was going to be good coming out when he was before he got hurt. So I do think that their 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 offense is going to be much improved, but I still obviously don't think that they have enough to compete. Um, I would hope. I hope anyway. But if they get there, I don't know. It depends on how well Matt Ryan plays. Like if Matt Ryan plays like last year, then obviously he's not gonna. We're not gonna go very far. We, we make the playoffs. We're not gonna win. If he can play more like his MVP self, um, with more protection than he has had in the last like five to ten, not not ten years five to six years um yeah and if he can make the most out of the weapons that he has i'm looking at big things from neiman hines and i think the defense i'm not worried about the defense on the colts i think they're going to be a top 10 defense easily yeah no you you have a good defense you have a good defense you'll be you'll be fine in that regard um second half some noticeables cowboys at 16 lol um (laughs) the commanders at 17 Look, listen, um, 
no. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just, <laughs> we're not going to spend time on the Washington Commanders, but just no, just absolutely not. Uh, the Patriots at eighteen. The fact that the mm. Commanders are ahead of the Patriots in any ranking is common. Harm would decide to steal, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we knew that was common, but yeah. uh, not pre- good, good, but expected. Um. The Vikings at 19. Look, Kirk Cousins, it is what it is. A new system, new head coach. Uh, Titans at 20. There is still some hope. I mean, you do have Derrick Henry. Uh, you brought in Robert Woods. Granted, he's coming off a torn ACL. You drafted Traylon Burks, who's supposed to replace A.J. Brown. We'll see. The Raiders at 21, and I understand. See, I like this. I like this because a lot of people are buying into the Raiders, thinking they're going to go absolutely bonkers this year. The defense still sucks. Derek Carr is still Derek Carr. I am not buying in on the Raiders and Josh McDaniels until they prove me otherwise. They are always middle of the pack, always disappointing. That is what Derek Carr is. That is what he will always be. I get he has Devontae Adams, but I am not high on this Raiders. Sorry, LeVac, but these, the, no, no. I, I'm not exactly with you. I'm a little bit higher on them. I do think that Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Possibly he can make the top 10 of quarterback rankings if we were to rank them all. And sure. having Devontae Adams is going to be a huge boost for them. I mean, they have you know Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, uh, Darren Waller. Like uh, The offense should be rolling on all cylinders, um, and they should put up a lot of points. The defense leaves much to be desired, but they have a decent pass rush uh, with Max Crosby. And so I, I do think that they have the potential to be a good team. I mean, defensively, like if you have a good pass rush and they can really put pressure on the quarterback, that's sometimes all you really need to be uh, at least a contending team. And so I, I do think that they're going to be a little bit better than these. I think they're going to be better than the Cowboys for one. Um, and they could be better than the Colts, depending on how the, quarterback play goes for both teams but i just i do think that the offense got a massive upgrade obviously with Devontae adams and i do trust that Derek carr can do something with it um so i am a little more i'm a little higher than you are on the raiders but still they're not they're not going to be pushing for that division just because that division is loaded right i get it best they can hope I mean, for I, is a I, guard, I get I the argument i do um, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 22. Look, they don't know who their quarterback is. Uh, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. The Steelers is not the team that you expect it to be. They're not going to be very good. This I find interesting. And a lot of this is because of Hopkins, uh, Hopkins' suspension. Uh-huh. But the Cardinals down at 23. I find that surprising. I think, I mean, look, I'm not a huge believer in the Cardinals. I wasn't uh-huh. last year, and that does, and I'm not going to be this year. But they're better than twenty three. I mm-hmm. think I think I'd have them ahead of teams like I don't know the Commanders. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just look at the quarterbacks. Like who's I know have Carson Wentz or Kyler Murray. Like it, there's no contest. Like you'd obviously rather have Kyler Murray. I'd rather 100% have you. of the time. What? I'd rather have you. Me. Than Carson Wentz. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Um. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, seriously. So uh, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I know that uh, Hopkins being out is, is, a I think that's that. probably a big part of this. I mean, it I would think that's the only reason, obviously they fade in the second half. There's, they seem to be a first half team and then they fade. Um, but you know, complete opposite of what you want to be. Yeah, I know. But I, I'd still take Kyler Murray over almost like a bunch of quarterbacks. Like he's also a guy who's maybe in the top 10 there. Um, yeah, and he's not ten. I don't think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't see why they're that low. Um, but you know, not my rankings. <laughs> nope, not my rankings either. The Jets, the goddamn Jets, are at twenty four. I mean, at this point, it is what it is, right? The they're Lions just hoping at- for marginal improvements. That's that's all you can hope for. Lions at twenty five. The LOL Giants at twenty six. <laughs> um, the Panthers at 27, Baker or Sam Darnold doesn't matter. Jaguars at 28, <laughs> kind of rooting for him a little bit because of Dougie P. Um, the Seahawks I'm at 29, not. probably the last candidate for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh-huh. And uh, the Chicago Bears at 30, with Falcons at 31, and then bringing up the rear per usual, Houston Texans at 32. Man, it must be nice to be in the AFC South. That's great. 
It's great. <laughs> That's be mean, nice. It'll, hopefully, it'll be nice nicer this year because I ho- hopefully like the Colts have no competition. Like I'm hoping Tennessee is awful and the rest of the teams are awful yeah, and we just they run away. They are awful. They are awful. It's all yeah. awful. I know, but the Tennessee was not awful enough last year. <laughs> I guess we were just slightly That's more true. awful than they were. That's true. All right. That's true. All right, Taylor. Well, this was a fun hour uh, and five minutes back together and hopefully back together for the time being. I'm sure there will be a week here and there where it just doesn't happen, but we will make sure to get in the important episodes of August. I do promise you that we should be back next week. Um, Barring any unforeseen circumstances, uh, you could follow us on Twitter at zbrice 21 and at TLATS. The, it has been on the ticker below this entire time. Also follow the show Twitter page at sports underscore podcast with a Z, of course. You can find us on Spotify and Apple and, of course, YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces, which I know you do. And this was Sports with a Z and a T presented by Godzilla Media. And we are, of course, sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Mohawk Honda. And uh, this was obviously a fun episode and uh, glad to be back into the swing of things. And hopefully, and uh, hopefully, 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 hopefully we could keep this train going um but other than that enjoy the rest of the week enjoy the heat wave i mean how about coming back from new zealand to this this stuff taylor yeah because in new zealand (laughs) it's winter time so it's yeah (laughs) 40s sometimes we got down Uh to like 30 high oh hell no not that low normally i mean the last day we had it was 60 so i mean it varies a lot it was it was mainly 40s and 50s but yeah coming from that and then looking at the weather and being like oh i have 98 today like damn this is this is the stuff i live for i yeah. love this stuff i, I, I love this I stuff love I, weather. I, i'm golfing on saturday it's supposed to be like 96 i love I it. hate winter i, I hate love winter. it i i mean be at the track this weekend too it's gonna be great i love this i think I love... we're kind of in the minority but people some people don't like it when it gets people... this hot and you know what and i always say this to them Shut up. Would you rather this or would you rather the, you know, negative 10 windshield well, with the foot of snow yeah, out on the, the ground? People's argument is always like, oh, well, in the winter, you can put more layers on. And at, at the summer, like at some point, you run out of layers to take off. And I'm like, no, no you don't. I'm like, no, well, don't. not if you're a partier. Yeah. <laughs> not if you like to have a very good time. <laughs> but still, I'd still rather be sweating yes. uh, than be and be outside in shorts. My, my bones hurt than, when it's cold. Yeah, same. It same. just I hurts. Hate I hate it just hurts. Um, and it's just not comfortable. I, no. I hate it. I hate it. Everything, there's snow everywhere. There's slush. There's ice. I could slip and fall and break my neck. You don't want yeah. that. You don't no. want that. I, I'd rather look tan and, like, go out and enjoy myself yeah. and sit by exactly. the water and, you know, go to baseball games and sit at the track, go golfing. Go outside with no shoes on just walk around, like, in. Well, I don't know, do that. I, well, in my backyard, like I'll I'll oh. go out and like just walk around, like I was gonna say, I don't know, not track, that. <laughs> like no, no, like, that. <laughs> no, but like just like you know, because in the winter time you person. gotta like you gotta like fucking put on you know God knows what to go outside. Oh, I have my heat up to damn near eighty, and I have seven layers on. I hate yeah, the cold. Exactly. I hate exactly. the cold. I yeah. hate it. Um, but you can't, you have to like, you literally like, you can't go out and flip flops. You gotta like, oh, you maybe can. yeah you have to go out in boots some days because it's slushy out and crap. Yeah, if it, yeah. if it's like just warm enough where the snow's somewhat melting, it's yeah. terrible. It's it is gross. absolutely horrible, but, uh, this was a great episode as always. And hopefully everybody is enjoying their summer. Continue to enjoy your summer. We will be, uh, be the back <laughs> next be. week. Um, some more baseball, some more football, maybe some NBA. We'll see what happens in the sports world, and we will bring it back to you next week right here on Sports with a Z and a T. Have a good one, everyone. See you.